What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, people from friends, peeps, um, this is your boy Senzo back at it again, um, this is, um, paging through life, if it's the first time you, you, you're rolling up here, um, this is a space where we talk about old things, adulting and 21st century. Uh, so today, uh, I have a very special guest, uh, close, 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 crazy friend of mine, uh, Zintle Babe, uh, a creative uh, at heart, in her mind, if that's even an expression, but yeah, that's what I thought, and we're going to be, we're going to be talking about creativity and the creative industry and just as a, declaim, a disclaimer she's in SA I know some of the listeners some of you guys are from different countries she's from SA um, but we're just going to talk in general uh, about the creative industry which is a very interesting uh, uh, industry but otherwise uh, yeah uh, let me just welcome my guest hi Zintle Hi, Senzo. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good and good. And you? I'm awesome. Yeah. Uh, can you just uh, introduce yourself? Who are you? What's your hobbies? Whatever. Just give us an elevator pitch about who Zentle is. Who am I? <laughs> I'm Zentle, like you said, Bobby. Those who know me uh, call me Bobby. Those who've known me in the latter years of my life call me Zinte. But either one of those names is okay. Bobby is my surname. <laughs> I am from the Eastern Cape, from Queenstown. Um, I'm living in Joburg now. Before that, I lived in Pretoria. Before that, I lived in Durban. And, 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 and. Um, my hobbies, I like to eat. I like to... Yeah, people always say they like to read when they're asked about their goals. <laughs> uh, but I do. I really do love to read because I'm into literature, because I'm a writer and all of that. So I love to read. I love seeing new places. I love being outside. Um, I love people. I love engaging with people. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm. When it comes to hobbies, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, what are some of those? Okay, so it's food, okay, eating, yeah. And guys, yeah. She's, a, she's as colorful as she... <laughs> <laughs> as you think right now, this is a, a very colorful person. Uh, so, yeah, uh, what do you do exactly? What would you, like, professionally, what would you say? What do you do? Or what are the okay. things that... So, so I studied drama in um in DUT um where I majored in theater dance and script writing so acting is incorporated in that it's quite standard but you choose your majors when you get to your second year so I chose um theater dance and script writing and then when I I went and did my BTEC I did um physical theater and script writing um and then after i i i what you call so i've been kind of performing throughout in theater i've kind of been acting 
dancing i've been in musical um but then when covid hit i think i moved more towards the writing aspect of things because you could do that while you're at home uh bear in mind that i've always loved right loved writing even my majors were always in writing but like now i couldn't really perform or act because you know theater whatever so right now i am mainly a writer right now but i am a performer so i'm an actor i am a dancer i i'm not a I'm not a hey I don't picture someone dancing like Bunke or you know dancing to a piano even though I can dance to a piano I just mean you know more theatrical and more physical you know the whole thing I can keep a note so that's why I can I've been in uh shows and all of that So in essence that's what I do I I also choreograph I facilitate I'm a writer and I'm an actor Yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. Performer slash. Ooh, no wait. I'm also a director. <laughs> I'm a director actually. Yes. So just just in the creative space, you know, the entire thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Actor slash uh, dancer slash scriptwriter slash director. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot. Is that typical in your industry, or is that just you? Mm-hmm. Very typical. I mean, there's people that you you think you have known in the industry. They used to act, and then now you no longer see them in front of your screen, and then you're worried for them because you think that their career has ended. But they've really just moved behind the scenes because they've always been a lot of these things. Um, a number of creatives are. A quite a quite multifaceted like if you check in the states you will watch someone on tv and then they release a movie and then ning ning they are singing in that movie they're singing the musical so a lot of people that studied drama can do other things as well a number of them can do because the the course is quite well rounded it teaches you to sing it teaches you to sometimes you didn't even know that you could dance next thing you're in varsity you're like oh okay you know So a, a lot of people who who are smart enough to hone their other skills do go into that. And and so by the time they finish varsity they're quite multifaceted so they're not one dimensional creatives. So I was one of those that actually discovered other aspects of the things that I can do in varsity. So yeah, it is quite common. I mean, others do just stick to the acting and others like move away from acting entirely when their primal love was acting and then they go into producing or writing or whatever. So so it's it's a it's a course that really uh, I'm I'm sounding like I'm campaigning for drama. Now. I'm just saying, you know, it actually really does help you to get to know other aspects of yourself as a creative and find your niche. Yeah. So like in your case you mentioned like that uh, why what did you discover that you didn't know when you when you went into varsity and the reason why I'm asking that partially is to know your story but also um, typically like um, there might be someone who might be interested in drama and whatever but um, mm. what's the value of actually even going to university to do it when i know so many actors who never even went to to university to do the stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know for me hey um i think okay let me answer the first part of your question 
for me i've always known no no, no let me not lie wait i only discovered in varsity that i can write right i only because like we would have like assignments and in a group assignment i would always offer to write and it came so naturally for me and um i had not known this before before varsity that's the one thing i've always known that i have read them but it was in varsity that i discovered and even you know learned the technique and all of that and um i also only learned in varsity that i'm a very good director i didn't know this before um the only thing that i i was quite sure about was the acting you know i was quite sure that i can act mm-hmm. um but the funny thing is that when i got to varsity i felt like my level of acting had kind of reduced from what it used to be because I started drama in high school and I think I was a better actor in in high school than I I I was in varsity but that was because I had started like overthinking things and started thinking like a director so I would come out of myself and watch myself as an actor which made me overthink things and which kind of removed from the authenticity of the of the moment but that's neither here nor there like it was a, a thing that I had to um navigate my my way through uh so that's the one thing uh secondly i think i think for anyone to choose any career really i really 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 do believe that life is is not long and so if you're going to do things in your life you must be intentional right and by that i mean you can't sit and watch generations and decide you want to be on tv let me go and 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 start a drama i'm not saying that watching generations is not a good reason to do drama i'm just saying that there must be a deeper reason why you want to study any course right because you're going to get bored or you won't uh cultivate it as much as you should or you 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 know it's just it's just going to be a waste of everybody's time so you must be sure first of all drama is not an easy course to I don't mean academically I mean a lot of people never even work in the industry they graduate and they never ever uh ascend a stage after that or even do do you know what I mean yeah. I mean they never do anything drama related after that which I think is is quite tragic but it's it's the reality of our situation so I think before anyone decides that they want to study drama or anything related to the arts they must first of all know that there is a raw talent somewhere there whether it's in even if it's your voice because some people major in 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 um voice there's a, a, a module called voice and they 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 teach you how to speak on radio and do voiceovers and what's or not it, like there's oh. an entire variety you know what i mean For but sure. you must be sure that there's literally something you know yes yeah, sorry you were saying that's very interesting the voice one So so those people that do voiceovers in, in the states is pretty huge because they have a, a very big um department or industry for animation. So you never even see some of the actors on TV but they are doing animation and mm-hmm. all of these things. So 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 my point is um it's worth it only if you are sure. Senzo I can't stress this enough. You know what I mean? It's a, it's not an easy industry. It's not an easy industry. You need to have prayed to your God. You need to have identified your strength. You need to have something that you can hold on to that when things are not going so well, you know that I can do this and they can't tell me anything about it. You know, it's 
it's it's not like one of those courses that you can just take and feel like okay cool they'll place me anyway because you know there's not a demand for actors there's not a demand there's a lot of graduates that are sitting at home and and and, and i'm not trying to make anyone sound <laughs> feel depressed you know but you have to be sure you have to be sure that you can fight also have faith you know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no for real for real I mean, it's not the same for everyone, right? Some people are pretty lucky. Like, as soon as they they finish varsity, they 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 get employment, and all of that, and and it's beautiful. But you know, our lives are never the same. Our lives never really take the same course. God is very unique in how He deals with each and every one of us. But what I'm saying is that it's not something that you can wake up one day and, and just feel like, ha, ah, I like attention. Let me study drama. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I definitely uh, hear your points, and I guess one of the questions that I have is that you are a black female South African. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just imagining, uh, even as a guy, if I was telling my parents. That I want to do drama in in university. Mm-hmm. Uh, how was navigating that like? That's not my first question. Mm. And the second question, I guess, is that okay. Uh, I know now that you finish your BTEC, even though you continue with your masters, but you mm. work, right? Yeah. Um, and you mentioned briefly when we're beginning to talk how you focus more on writing because of COVID. So guess my questions are okay yeah i was navigating that first stage of like okay i want to pursue this like family and everything um and also the second question being how has uh, covid affected the creative creatives and the creative industry yeah yeah okay so for the first part of your question um you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I'm very stubborn. <laughs> so, yeah. so um, when I'm mentioning my stubbornness, I'm trying to say I was like, I'm going to study drama because I also felt like God had called me into that industry. Right. So it, when, I, when, when I'm convicted about something, it's very seldom that anyone can change my mind. In fact, no one can change my mind. If I tell myself I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, you know? And I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm a rebel, but like I felt like, because uh, um, a brief history, I, wa- I wanted to study law because I talk a lot and I have a good memory. So I thought that I was good enough to study law. But I've always kind of liked the arts inside of me. But I also wanted to study law because I wanted to stay in Iceland and because I had a good Christian community. My life was nice there, you know. I was going to a good church, so I had no intentions of leaving East London. But in how my life played out, me going to Cape Town, I felt that God was placing me where my heart had always been anyway. So that was, that was reason enough for me to just say, okay, cool, I'm doing it. I know my mom didn't like it. I didn't really care. I'm sorry to say it, but I, I, you know, I was just like, what can we do? I'm sorry, you know. 
uh, we will. I'll show you this thing is gonna work out. I wasn't. I was. I was not being disrespectful about it. I really yeah. tried to explain to her, but I also understood that a lot of parents don't understand it and won't understand it. But what helps me is that I. I really am just a stubborn person. Like if I tell myself that I'm gonna do something, I will do it. Uh, but God was gracious enough that my mom supported me and I know that there's like a lot of students that go into varsity and their parents force them to, to pull out or they say that they're not going to support them financially because they don't feel like it's a lucrative uh, career to, to choose you know and I my heart goes out to those people so I was blessed enough for my mom to come on board even though she was not really understanding what was going on but she was committed enough to me to say okay cool I'll back you up you know but but with that came also the doubts and everything and everyone feeling like you're never going to get a job or are are you still there yeah i'm still here i'm still here okay all right so so with that came the doubts because you know when your parent or someone very close to you or someone whose affirmation you really need when you can tell that they really don't believe in what you're doing it really hurts because at some point you have to now believe for yourself and believe for them you know you have to silence their voice which is not easy because this person is essentially a parent or a very close person to you so it's it's a real struggle but um i was just like ah will do it God called me into this and I trust my God and you will be happy one day everybody will see what I'm doing and so when it takes years and years to actually come into fruition you also do think that you've been warned about this but at the same time that's where faith comes in hence at first I said yo you need to pray to your God you know so that's pretty much uh, it when it comes to family and navigating and, and explaining to them I was just like, I'm doing it. I know God has called me to it and I know that it's going to be okay. And I know that mom, you, I pray that God keeps you long enough for you to see the point. But I also understood that I needed to work extra hard so that, you know. So that's the first uh, part of your question. The second part was COVID. COVID, You yeah. know what? Yeah, I mean, COVID has really messed things up for artists. Mm. But can I be honest? you yeah i i I don't think covid affected my life in 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 that regard because i i had a bad season when covid started yes but i don't think my life was going the direction that it was going because of covid (laughs) you guys i i feel like can you explain what what does that okay I, i i think I think I was supposed to I was supposed to go through a hard season anyway. It, COVID was incidental. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, you know when you're a Christian, sometimes you have good seasons, sometimes you have not so great seasons because God is teaching you something and maybe it's a transition in your life because you know transitions are never easy. Being neither here nor there is not nice, you know. Being in a passage is not nice. So I think uh, COVID hit when I was in a transition in my life. So it was nice to use COVID also as an excuse that, hey, you're bad. But I knew deep down <laughs> that it had nothing to do with COVID, you know. I was yeah. just going through the most because I was supposed to be going through the most because of where God was taking me you know but on a on a broader spectrum for for the rest of the creatives oh man like things were 
were dry even for me you know pe- things were dry people were not getting bookings people's things were remember there's no per gig for, for every service that you offer there's money that comes in and you know our government does not think about us i mean we are we don't crack the top that of his problems honestly shame yes we don't young oh shame is not thinking about us you know so sometimes someone will protest and be like yo you're not thinking about us and they're like oh yeah gonja you guys sharp okay cool sports arts and culture here's your fee you know and then the sports people will take first priority and that us we're always falling through the cracks so that's why you 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 find a very high suicide rate and i go back to my point you gotta have faith <laughs> you know yeah. you know so it's it's not it's not easy man it's not easy but you need to have a god that you trust in and you have to be very clear as to what it is that god said to you and where is it that god is going to take you and and all of that because sometimes that's the only thing that keeps you afloat literally only thing that keeps you afloat yeah like uh, it seems like yeah in general uh, your industry is it's yeah it's how can i phrase this uh it's and un- i won't say unstable but yeah you have to have a strong sense of purpose because it's yeah right. it's unpredictable yeah it's very unpredictable yeah that's the unpredictable. word uh, and, yeah and and even like if we have to go into detail there's even things like you don't you don't look like what they're looking for you're very talented but they're looking for a certain type sometimes you're too short sometimes you just like they don't know how to place you because they type they 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 cast by type you have to look like a certain type are you yeah. are you the hot chick in the office are you you know are you funny yeah. are you, so that you, you there's the those are the other things now it has nothing to do with your ability to act it just has everything to do with how you look because they're looking for ratings and they're looking for someone who has a very high or a very active social media presence and 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 so it 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 has so many details um and so many things that can just jade you and make you feel so discouraged but again you need to be very sure as to what it is that you and your god spoke about even before you decided to embark on this journey you know and and at the risk of saying that of sudden like i'm saying people must not <laughs> study drama that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying it needs to be a very sober um decision yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, like coming in is like uh, i know some of the people are in varsity a lot of mm-hmm. something go to varsity mm. some are in the final year right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um they looking for jobs some do have jobs waiting for them but like mm. in terms of you moving now from studying purely studying i know you're still studying and working mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. um what were some of the biggest shocks uh, the, the biggest challenges and and shocks and i'm using the word shock uh, mm. specifically from you transitioning to just being a student purely and now mm working as a creative and being in the creative industry understanding again yeah. that that you coming from one place going to live in, in another place mm-hmm. that you fact that you are a, a, a black uh, woman mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a sense of one of the shocks 
was <laughs> I think one of the biggest shocks was not finding an agent. You know? It okay. can you explain for viewers the whole agent part is like something. So like so so to 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 penetrate the, the the television space, you need an agent. An agent will represent you, find you gigs, call you, hey, Zintle, uh, they're looking for uh, someone this age, this tall, these are the lines, go to the audition, this is the um, uh, address and what so not. You get there, you write your agent's name, so basically they are your representative. Now, an agent will cover a lot of artists, even that the ones that you see on TV, everyone is pretty much under an agent, right? There's there's no open auditions. You don't you don't just like see a poster auditions and everyone is coming. It's, oh, it's okay. agent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's usually also open auditions. Um, but they usually it's usually because they don't want to pay you and so they don't want anyone who's going to represent you and say no this is uh, please treat my artist fairly and you, because they know that you don't know anything you don't know how you're supposed to be treated. Next thing you're working and then they give you funds and that happens. You know. <laughs> So, it happens. So, yeah. so, so, they, so the ones that will just <laughs> have pop-up auditions like that are just trying to to bamboozle you, basically. But like yeah. professional casting directors and pro- productions will most likely have um, an agent that's representing you, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that agent will take a small fee from whatever that you make. So, so, so there's, there's top agents in South Africa and there's like agents everywhere, you know, and you send an email to 21 agencies and not one wants you. Yeah, not a single, some will respond, will be kind enough and respond and say, Hey, um, sorry, we're not looking for talent right now, but please try again in March. Others, it's like you threw it in water, like nothing comes regular. <laughs> Yo. So so I think that was the biggest shock because it made me question my looks, not my talent, because I'm not even called yeah. for an audition. So it, it made me feel like I wasn't I wasn't aesthetically pleasing. Which yeah. which hurt, you know. Yeah. Um so that was a, one of the biggest shocks. Secondly, I think just realizing how much there's, there's a thing they call couch casting. Never really experienced it. Uh, so couch casting is basically going into an audition, yeah. and then when you get there, they really want the whole thing to be a transaction, you know, a sexual transaction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, yeah. disclaimer: I've never experienced it, but I've heard about it quite a lot, you know. So, yeah. so it's either you, but, 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 you know, you know how life when you start working or even like in Joburg or in bigger cities, you realize that things are pretty much in a, uh, um, what you call a transaction. There must be something that you give to get what you need. That time you, 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 you're going to be putting in service, which is very confusing. You know, you're going to be putting in service. It's not like you're going to be giving me money monthly for no reason. I'm working, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I I, I I think that was very scary for me to, to find that out and the whole agency thing. And again, um, I've been blessed because my mom, when I'm not working, she's always kind of been there and covered me financially. And, you know, I've never struggled to the point that I'm like, yo, I'm struggling, you know. And I know 
some actors that have struggled for real for real but they're on tv now and they're doing pretty well you know and i think that kind of builds stamina and builds perseverance and builds discipline and character really because they some of them are your television stars right now and i know how much they struggle some of them i went to school with you know uh but it works out it, it hey it works out <laughs> because i know that i've been sharing a lot of bad news but when it does when that door opens yeah it's 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 beautiful yeah 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 so like yeah. uh so you would say that what there was the challenge with getting the 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 agent so someone what have in some context you have a agent right an agent now right say that again sorry no 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 i don't have an agent i did but no 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 i don't have an agent right now i did have an agent but my agent had to move to the states or something so he had to dissolve the whole entity Okay, but you had your foot in the door, so you can yeah. still, you know, people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and like uh, another thing that I've, um, with your industry, um, I notice in general with the creatives, uh, that the fact that there are often a lot of stereotypes around people who are creatives and whatever, and certain visions that we have like what are sort of like <laughs> those stereotypes that you've seen uh, uh, about people who are creatives and such um you mean uh, uh stereotypes that i've observed or people that have or yeah. uh, stereotypes that have been placed on me both hmm you know what i think people tend to think that people who are on tv or are creatives are not people they i've i've noticed that um people are e- are easily mean to people that they see on tv because for some reason they 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 don't think that they are human i don't know what happens so they'll say something mean about someone while they're in front of them you know like ah she's not even that beautiful or whatever and i've noticed how some of my uh, actor fellow fellow actors will cringe when they see people and you think that they're rude gandhi they're just scared because of these comments that people tend to like throw at them because they think that they don't feel or gandhi there's such yo sense these these people are me these people are you and they and they feel and if you have like these high expectations of them and all of this and you will say such mean things to them because you think that they're not people that's something that I've, I've i've noticed and and it makes me feel sad which then kind of also prevents me from saying something mean even about someone who's in hollywood that because you think that people that are in hollywood are like high up there and they're untouchable but because like there's closer proximity to south african actors and people that you see on tv that i see they they just people and and they and they get hurt you know what i mean like it has kind of uh sensitized me to 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 this whole thing of bashing people or saying mean things about them because they're on tv like yo yo let's calm ourselves you know so so that's the one one stereotype that i've seen or that someone is 
pompous because they didn't greet you back at a restaurant they were probably hungry or probably having a bad day or probably because they are traumatized that every time someone comes towards them they will say something that's invasive and these people are essentially people i know yes they're supposed to develop a neck and a thick skin because they are in our on our tv screens but they're literally just people literally just people and they get broke sometimes sometimes they don't have money to pour petrol sometimes they don't even have a car do you get what i'm saying so i think i think it's it's seeing that i i think it's it's noticing that this whole thing that and there will be a list of people that are like a pompous you know mang mang is pompous mang mang is pompous not even <laughs> not even you know so that's the one thing that people are pompous and they're not they just people they're very kind if you get to know them you know or are in their space for me yeah. i think people become wild <laughs> i think people think i'm wild and i'm not that <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know? you're advent- <laughs> I am, but also I think because you know, um, I think the, uh, going back to your question where you asked how did I navigate telling the family about this whole thing, I mentioned that there's a lot of drugs in our in our in our industry. Maybe it's because I haven't acted on TV that much, but honestly, yeah. I have never even seen cocaine with my naked eye. Like I've never seen any drug with my naked eye. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. So this whole thing of wildness and 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 oh guys you know it's not that true hey I mean, I mean maybe I'm not in those spaces but it's actually not that deep you know yeah. so people think that I'm wild and I'm thinking they if only you knew how shy I actually am or how even reserved I am I mean I I love to dance I love to I'm very active. I'm naturally very energetic, but I'm still essentially a Christian, you know. And yeah. I'm only just a girl from the Eastern Cape, guys. It's really not that deep. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think that's what. But but most mostly, yeah, these people that we think it's okay to just say anything about them, commenting on their looks on on anything about them, they literally they could be your sister, they could be your they are such ordinary people who happen to be on TV you know yeah i think it's that that thing we uh you generally life separating uh reality from um yeah from whatever is created like <laughs> remember the story of um generations back in the day in early 2000 so this mm-hmm. um yeah, the year 2000, 2001, uh, mm-hmm. played the role of Nziki on Generation. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. hated her real, some more yeah, they tried to beat her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, guys. So you yeah, put someone in the role somebody. of a rich person. On your screen, because you know what happens. These people at eight o'clock they sit on their couches and they let you into their houses every day, and you've been consistently this this ntigi, and then that's how they get to know you, you auntie. You know what I mean? That's who they know yeah. because you've created, you have, they and they feel like they even know you better. <laughs> I remember one time um, Zizi and I um, were, were were laughing about how we feel like we know Trevor Noah personally now after we like we read his autobiography <laughs> you know 
yeah, so whatever yeah. biography you feel like you 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 know them personally because you know what their bed looked like you know what they ate for supper you know what their mom usually says you know what i mean you feel like you have an access to their private life and sometimes um and and that's an autobiography and you can imagine someone who every single day of the week will come into your house while you're eating supper and then they they act in a consistent way for years at some point your mind literally can't tell a difference all all you know is that they make you feel somehow and you don't like how evil they are or what they did to the other character and you you know we're judgy people as people we, we, we like to to think of ourselves as holy holier than thou naturally you know that's why we judge people because we feel like you cl- you, you clench your invisible pearls and you're like i could never do that you know what i mean so there's this yeah. who comes into your home and behaves like this you know so oh and, and that's the power of television and that's, that's the power of creating to 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 make people feel things the idea is to make people feel things that's why you cry when you're watching a movie because these are real feelings that you're crying so i don't understand people that laugh at people when they are they are uh, uh crying over a movie it's because they they are invoking real feelings in you and horror movies are supposed to invoke this suspense uh this fear and this anxiety and some people love that go for it you know but the idea is that your your mind can't tell a difference your mind can't tell a difference that this is just a story there's people taking all you know is that your humanness can identify with whatever that's happening on your screen you know and so that's why a lot of people will will love comedy i love comedy you know i love comedy people will go to stand up uh, comedy shows to to just for banter to laugh because it really does do something to your emotions which in turn does something to your body and it relaxes you and you feel good you know that's the power and that's the aim of the whole thing that we're doing to make people feel things musicians too they will say things that we're afraid to say they will they will express feelings that we're afraid to to admit that we 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 feel sometimes they will be petty they will be jealous they will fight for a man and they, they will they will get to feel openly all these things that we think there's something wrong with feeling them or we we reserve ourselves from feeling so i think even um with 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 unsigi back in the day uh she she played this villain and she made people hate feel hate she didn't do anything for you to feel hate you already had the emotion in you anyway she just helped to bring it out <laughs> you know what i mean so um that's the point man that's the point why we do what we we're, were supposed to do and there's a thing we called i know you and i have spoken about it before um the catharsis right so it's yeah. it's it's mostly in theater and in also in on tv shows like on long form tv shows like by long form i mean things that will have like 20 seasons you know um yeah you will find that there's yeah. a there's a very emotional episode where you just everything is just, and grace anatomy like doing that like every now and again there would be like this very cathartic and 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 you feel ex- exhausted after you watch that um episode or even on theater you watch a show and you feel so consumed and you cry so much and you don't even know why you're crying gandhi they are actually uh release some of the emotions that you've been hoarding and that's the point to help people to feel things and to release things so that they go home having seen that they are actually human that's why i very much play a villain even though i'm a christian i don't have a problem with playing a villain because um as a 
as an actor you must never judge any of your characters because they're just human you know what i mean as long as the overall story is not driving towards a principle that's against you and that's also personal but if you can see that okay cool this is just a, a character is only a fragment of the story it's not the whole yeah. story, you know if if the overall picture is something that you're vouching for by all means go for it you can you can play a villain or whatever because they are showing an aspect of life that's there we can't run away from it you know so 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 yeah i mean that's the point the point is to get people to feel is to get people to think is to get people to reflect on their behaviors to get people to realize you know what senzo if i'm not rambling can i tell you this mhm there was a tv show that i watched that made me feel a feeling that i didn't like about myself like it made me realize that hey i may be evil <laughs> as a person you know what i mean or i might i might yeah. make some evil thoughts like something bad happened to someone and i rejoiced because that person had been doing stupid things right but i was so surprised at myself and i didn't like it and it worried me and i was pondering on it for days and days and days you know um but but what i realized from 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 that whole thing was that hey man we we constantly need to keep ourselves in check as people because if we are kept in check we can like and there are things that we hold in our hearts and i think that's why um even the bible says from the from the abundance of their heart amen speaks you will be amazed at the things that are in your heart you know what i mean and and if you if you don't constantly keep yourself in ah but tv will help you to realize sometimes or even art will help you to realize those parts of yourself or those aspects of yourself or those feelings that are are not holy Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's it's just definitely true that um that that role of 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 that whole industry of the arts to oh. to both narrate or to report mm-hmm. um what is happening around us and within us and also to to imagine about to picture um certain pictures of different reality it, it makes mm-hmm. us to form attachments it humanizes mm-hmm. us it mm-hmm. does uh, mm. uh, mm. much uh, but anyway yeah. as it, um do you have uh like i know most of the audience now i'm saying it's adults like young adults 20 to mm-hmm. 40 um, okay in general and i know some of them are considering this industry or mm-hmm. delving more into the creative space as um as people as a hobby as something like is there any uh, advice or parting words you you'd want to leave with them mm. um is um you know you know says i think i've pretty much said in in between uh the just the interview uh the the things that are really are dear to me and things that would be an advice but um just just to reiterate and maybe something will come up as i speak um 
you need to you need to pray you need to know your god you need to know hey you need to know your god you need to know your god and be kept in that space so that that's your parting space so whatever that you do you do from that space of 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 your god also art is about practicing so whatever that it is that you have found yourself to be to have an ability to do for instance um i think from 2019 i started like going into literature like i mentioned at the first uh, at the beginning of the of the of this show i said i i read because i write so i started writing short stories i'm writing a book you need to rewrite and rewrite and rewrite so you can't just like sit one day and be like ha i'm a writer and that's enough um one of my favorite in fact if she's not my favorite author of all times toni morrison she said <laughs> you, you know <laughs> she said you just you you write something and you leave it and then you come back and you rewrite it and then you rewrite it until until you never stop rewriting the exact same thing what's nice about writing is that uh, for me i never plan what i'm writing there's something amazing that happens when i start writing uh the the process will visit parts of my soul that i that were not active so i'll find myself writing things that i don't even know and even writing words that i didn't even know but they are in my subconscious so it it's able to like travel parts of me and memories that i'm not cognizant about and 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 feelings that i didn't even know i've ever felt or even know how to feel so it's it's an amazing process but also you need to practice if you can act act and act and act and act some more and finally i know that we are precious about our work as creatives we are very precious about, about our work so we don't take feedback too 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 good because we get hurt because when you criticize our work we think that you're criticizing us because we like to attach our identity to whatever to whatever that it is that we're creating because most of the time we create from a personal space right so i know it hurts to be criticized but when you're done being hurt listen to the criticism and take what you may from it you know take the meat spit out the bones right but make sure that those bones that you're spitting out don't have meat on them because you are just being too touchy about the whole thing so my point is learn learn from people listen to people and most of all respect yourself at no point should you sell yourself short doesn't matter how broke you are doesn't matter how many knows you 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 you've heard it doesn't matter how many doors have shut in your face never ever ever devalue yourself or disrespect yourself and by that i mean sell yourself sexually and by that i mean let someone use you for for you because sometimes they will see that you're talented they're just not willing to take out the zag you know so never ever let anyone treat you less lesser than you are you know always place place the highest price on yourself by that i don't mean as a junior writer you come and you say you're you're the value that you hold and you must never ever ever underestimate it um and and and, and just stay and just stay in your faith and know what you can do know be aware and by the age of 22 or 23 you must be very much aware what it is that you can do some people study drama they can't act that's fine there's other things that they can do look at what you can do and hone on the things that you can do right yeah and 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 drink water so that your skin clears i know that sounds random but it actually really counts for the industry <laughs> yeah i know uh 
Thank you very much, Cynthia. Um, yeah, I hope people that are listening there, like, what I got from yeah, have convictions, um, <laughs> hold tightly to to purpose, because that's mm-hmm. gonna make you resilient. Mm-hmm. Um, have a growth mindset. Talent is not mm-hmm. enough. It's devil's mm-hmm. exactly. And, uh, love yourself. Mm-hmm. Love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the words. Yeah. And people are gonna listen to this as they working and such because I know that's what they do, and they're gonna get a lot of thank value for this. Thank you so much for inviting me and just allowing us to chat through these things that are very dear to me. <laughs> All right, uh, bye, Peace All right, out, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, people.